0: college sense and sensibility where we share first-gen tips for navigating college and beyond i'm your co-host you and with me is my co-host emmanuel hey it's hey emmanuel so what are we talking about today
1: so today we're going to continue our series on you know the getting started the basics right so we want to introduce um everybody's favorite topic right about money financial <laughs> aid
0: <laughs> mm, my favorite topic
1: right and but this time there's a twist this time i'm going to play the student right so okay. for our listeners last week <laughs> yeah it makes
0: sense so just for those who don't know i worked in financial aid for 10 years before becoming a counselor so this is my uh area of expertise i guess i could say
1: <laughs> absolutely and you is definitely the person that i first always check in with so i'm excited here to play the student and we'll we'll go ahead and continue with sunshine college so uh, i'm going to (laughs) start off with hey i'm applying i know the school i want to apply to is that a good time to apply for financial aid or should i apply for financial aid earlier
0: that's a great question so getting started so here's the thing it depends on the school there are some schools um that would prefer that you apply you know, first thing apply for aid, but most schools now have alignment between applying for the school and applying for aid. So they're happening ideally at the same time. So when you've decided and you've narrowed down your list of schools and set, and you know where you want to apply to, you should be doing two things, applying to the school and at the same time, maybe in the same day, applying to financial aid. All right. Now, so you want to know the details of the school before, you know, like what their steps are before um, you get started. Now, the other thing, the other sort of precursor to getting ready to apply in general is that you want to first take the time to gather all the personal information you're going to need. Make sure you have your full legal name, as in your name, the way it's written on your social security card, if you've Mm -hmm. got one. So you want to make sure that's accurate. You'd be surprised how many people get their financial aid delayed after they've applied for you know, school, simply because they didn't put their legal name on their application. Okay. So you have to remember to do that. Make sure you've got the correct email, phone number. Um, If you're a permanent resident, you've got your permanent resident number. Um, If your parents don't file taxes, you've got their EIN number. Or if they don't have social security numbers, you've got their EIN number. Make sure you know that you've got your tax returns. You've got your W-2s. You've got bank statements. Make sure you've got all of those things ready to go in front of you when you're ready to apply.
1: That's wow, the first I'm already, thing. wow, I'm already feeling a little overwhelmed just hearing all of these features, <laughs> right? So so the EIN, my that's an employer identification number, right, for parents that may not have their Social Security card. And then you said to, have, to make sure that I have my same name on the application that I do on my um, Social Security card, and I would assume on my birth certificate as well. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I have that, and then I've done some research. And let's say I have three schools in mind, but I'm not sure. I'm just still like, oh, I, I think about these three schools. Like, what would I do then?
0: That's perfectly fine. So, you've got your schools narrowed down. You're ready to apply. During the application process, you put the school code for the schools that you're interested in, that you know you want to apply to. Now, this is where FAFSA is really great, really intuitive because You just need to know the name of the school and there's a very simple drop down menu that'll automatically pop in the the school code for the school you're interested in and then if later on you decide i only applied to three but now i've realized that there are two other colleges i'm interested in you can easily just go right back into your application add the two new schools save it submit it again resubmit it again those schools will get an update saying, hey, this this student is now interested you. It's very easy to add in additional schools.
1: So let's say I have everything ready to go. I have all my paperwork, I have my information, I have the schools that I want to go to, and I know that, hey, I can always come back and add one more school if I need to. Where do I start?
0: Okay, great question. So the first thing you want to remember is that it's always free to apply for aid. There are some sites out there that will charge you to apply for federal aid. You don't have to pay for applying for federal aid. So the application, the FAFSA, stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid, FAFSA, right? And the correct website is fafsa.ed.gov. So that's A.ed. G-O-V. Now, that's if you're a permanent resident, U.S. citizen, or a legal resident that's eligible for aid, uh, legal non-residents that are eligible for aid, you can use the FAFSA. If you're a dreamer and you're in California, the correct website for you to apply for California state aid would be dream.csac. G-O-V. do Don't worry about writing these down because they will all be in our sh- show notes. But again, it's Dream, as in D-R-E-A-M. Dot C-S-A-C, dot C-A, dot G-O-V. So those would be the two websites. So you would only use the Dream website if you're a dreamer with no social, and if you are a student with a social, or you a citizen, a permanent resident, then you would be using the FAFSA website.
1: Oh, thanks. That's so awesome. I think this is really good. Great, actually helpful information who doesn't like uh, aid, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, so I have that. I've gone on the website. I started applying, but, you know, I I forgot to get one piece of paper or something. I need to come back to it. One, can I save? And two, do I have a deadline?
0: Yeah, that's 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 another great question. So here's the thing. Remember that I mentioned earlier that One of the great things about the application process is that everything is aligned with the same, you know, college priority application time. So both of these applications open up October 1st of every year and the priority filing deadline is March 2nd. Now that is unique to California. If you're listening to this and you're you're located outside of California, you wanna check what your state's um, priority filing deadline is You know, and make sure that you apply by then. And the reason you want to stick with these deadlines is because ideally, if you apply by those deadlines, you're getting the most consideration for the most money. So you want to meet those deadlines because if you apply after, you may not get as much money. And we want to maximize our aid. So that's the first deadline you want to make sure you pay attention to. What is your state's priority deadline? Now, the key in all of this, when you say you forgot to add in you had a piece of paperwork that you didn't have at the time and you weren't able to add in that information. The key to all of this is follow up. Okay. Follow up, follow up, follow up. So that means when you do find that additional information you forgot to include, make sure you add it into your FAFSA before, you know, during this application period, right? So what happens when you submit your application, your schools get a, electronic download from the Department of Education and that gets them all everything that you put on the FAFSA and then they're able to start the process of seeing what you're eligible for so once you submit your FAFSA you want to follow up with those schools and say well what else do I need to turn in to be able to really get considered for aid right so the FAFSA is just the first step now here's where it's really unique per school and you want to start to narrow down your list of schools. So maybe you put five schools and you were undecided when you applied in October, but now we're in spring and we know that we're getting closer and you've kind of, now you're down to two schools. Well, you want to follow up with those two schools. Find out when are their paper, when is their paperwork filing deadline? Cause every school is going to be different. Now, At most community colleges, it's somewhere in May, June, July, but that can really vary. So you really want to stay in touch with your school. Most times, they will reach out to you first, but don't necessarily wait on that. If you don't hear from them, you don't get an email, you don't get something in the the mail, reach out to their financial aid office directly, okay? And they will be able to give you all those deadlines.
1: Got you. So if I'm graduating, I'm a high school student, I'm graduating in June of 2022.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I want to apply actually, and I'm going to start in fall of 2022 at the community college. I actually want to be opening up my application in FAFSA. I could do it as early as October of 2021,
0: right? Right. Yeah. So wow. just like when you apply for admission to a college or university, mm-hmm. you apply for financial aid a year ahead, right? So if I want to start school at my college, fall of 2022, I should be applying during the 21 application year, right? So I apply October 1st of 2021. I make sure I apply no later than March 2nd of 2022, right? So that I meet that priority deadline and that'll prepare me to enter and have my aid on time for the fall of 22,
1: got you okay awesome now let's just say you know sometimes life happens <laughs> and you know i'm gonna start in fall of 22 we'll we'll keep on with the scenario so i'm gonna start in fall of 22 i graduated in spring of 22 and i just i didn't apply for aid my friend told me i wasn't gonna get any so i listened to him but then Uh, another friend said yeah you should definitely apply so now i'm listening to them but it's past that march 2nd deadline should i still apply is it worth it am i going to get anything Mm -hmm.
0: yeah so even if you miss that priority deadline you still want to apply you actually have the full school year to apply okay but you don't want to ideally we don't want to wait that long because again you don't get as much aid um, and we want as much aid as possible so if you miss the deadline it's not the worst thing you can still apply you can still turn in the needed paperwork and still receive aid and here's the real key about even if you missed why you should still apply Um, the schools that you attend are actually required to pay you anything that is old so let's say you start the school year and you don't even know you've never even heard of financial aid and it's spring semester already you've already completed a semester you did great passed all your classes and now it's mid-spring and you've heard about this thing called financial aid well if you apply even in spring they would still pay you back pay you for fall
1: what so i could still get my fall money if there's any money left i'm assuming
0: exactly yes so you still want to apply no matter how late you still want to follow up with the financial aid office no matter how late because many times they can still back pay you sometimes even as far back as summer really depending on the school so you definitely Mm -hmm. want to still do that
1: gotcha and just a disclaimer out there you want to always check with your own financial aid office right just to make sure you're they have those rules and regulations and everything out there Because, again, every school can be a little different, right? I would assume you tend to.
0: Yes, in terms of the summer part. Now, for Mm. the fall, everyone has to do that part. Everyone has to back pay you for the regular year. But it, what can vary is, does your school treat summer as a beginning semester or an ending semester? At my college, we treat it as an ending semester, which means if you used up all your aid, we wouldn't, we still wouldn't pay you anything for that, for that summer. But if your, sum, if your school uses summer as a header, meaning it's the beginning of a new year, then you could still get a full uh, oh, thing wow. about. So it just really depends on the school. Again, follow up directly with the school. That's the best way to know you're maximizing your aid.
1: Great. And just got a couple last questions like do I have to apply every year and go through the same long process?
0: Ah, great. So here's the thing. You do have to reapply every year. But each year you apply, you're just updating, right? So your first year you're putting in all the information and you're, you know, putting in your social and everything. The next year when you apply, you're just updating. You're updating your address, you're updating your tax information. The FAFSA has a great IRS match tool, so once your information's in, you could just download your your tax information, your parents' tax information directly from the IRS. You don't even need any documentation. Uh, So yeah, each year after that, it gets a little bit easier, a little bit faster, because you just update all the necessary information, things like your address, uh, your phone number, things like that. The other more consistent things your social, those don't change. So you're just updating the things that change.
1: Gotcha. It's kind of like, you know, just redoing my social media platform, right? <laughs> <laughs> if
0: you can manage Instagram, you can apply for financial aid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: thanks. This is really good information. And, um, I really appreciate you sharing that. I think a lot of first gen students sometimes struggle, um, Because there's so many pieces I remember just as first gen student, like I couldn't ask my mom for all of these pieces. So I Mm -hmm. appreciate you just kind of sharing those pieces. And one last thing. So if I, um, if I apply, once I apply, is that it? I'm done.
0: Well, so once you apply for the FAFSA, right, -hmm. once you apply for the FAFSA or the Dream App, your next step is to follow up with the school. When you follow up with the school, they're going to give you paperwork that you've got to complete. It might just be simple demographic information. Hey, is this the correct address, what you put on the FAFSA? Is this the correct name? It, you know, it's really just double checking everything on your FAFSA. It could be that simple. It could also be fixing any errors they found on your FAFSA. It could also be a process where we call verification, where we the financial aid office wants to actually see the tax return you know, something just doesn't check out and they want to see the actual tax return and correct anything, Um, you know, there's a a process to that. So sometimes that can take a few weeks. So again, this is why it's important to start the follow-up process early so that you're able to get through all that before your semester starts and you've got your money in your hand ready to buy books. So you want to follow up and then once you've followed up and you've submitted all your paperwork and they've confirmed what your aid is going to be, the, the last step you want to do is make sure that you have contact, you have reached out to your school and you understand how they're going to pay you. Because this is another piece that can vary from school to school. Some schools will pay you using a debit card. Some schools will mail out a check. Some schools will credit your student account. It just can vary. So you want to find out how they're going to send you your refund. That's what it's called, your refund. That's what's left after they take out your tuition or whatever cost you have. You want to find out how that's going to be received. And if it's a form of a debit card like most schools use, then you would just get that money in your debit card and you'd be able to use it and purchase your books. So that would be the last step is to make sure you've got your refund set up.
1: Perfect, Day. Thank you so much again for that kind of that, those quick tips for applying for financial aid. Uh, I hope our listeners will appreciate that. And just for my one thing, I would just say just apply, right? Don't, don't worry about what your friend did just apply for financial aid. How about you, <laughs> be your one thing?
0: My one thing would be uh, follow-up, follow-up, follow-up. I can't stress to you how often I, as a financial aid advisor, would come across applications, done well, really simple process to get aid, and then the student just never followed up. So follow-up as early as possible. And if you're wanting to get work study or you're wanting to get additional grants, the you want to make sure you follow up with your school as early as possible, because sometimes your school can award you special money that's not available to people who are following you up late. So follow up is important.
1: Hey, listeners, we just want to remind you that all the information out here is for informational purposes only. Please make sure to check in with your school that you're planning to go to the financial aid office or whatever office you need to check in to ensure that you're following their proper procedures Thanks, y'all. And we hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. It's a Do you mind letting us know where they can find us at?
0: So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's C-C-A-N-D-S-E-N-S-I-B-I l-i-t-y at gmail.com and until next time
1: keep learning